us and hopefully we could see some beauty in the midst of all these things so uh i know we're starting three minutes early it's not 12 yet but anywho i just want to start off with something other than the topic that we're going to address yes we are going to talk about this i mean right here this but first uh, before we big start to talk about that let's talk about something else that headlined this morning like right at the top of news 11:30, and that is uh right here hold on let me see if i could get this up so let's make this disappear it's right here so right at the top of the headline we see our chief medical officer for british columbia dr bonnie henry uh, saying that she's been receiving death threats and social social media bullying from people within this province death threats how low can we go well folks i know that we are very frustrated with what's going on right now many of us i know some of you uh, i know some of my friends have either been furloughed laid off or the job or their jobs and roles have been changed uh, we are living in a time of evolution things are evolving every single day more information is revealed about covid more information is revealed about the vaccines more information is revealed about how we catch covid and so things keep evolving and um, so if you try to address something that continues to evolve, it's very difficult. Science is a process. It's not a stagnant doctrine that is either a yes or a no. It's a continuous process of revelation. Folks, if you are Christian out there like myself, that's theology as well. That's a definition of theology. Theology is the ongoing response to what God has revealed to us on a daily basis. Uh, his revelations and our interpretations, his revelations, our interpretations, the continual dialogue with God. And that's theology. And so for Dr. Bonnie Henry uh, receiving death threats just because she's doing her very best to protect British Columbians, to uh, have this continual high level um, thinking beyond herself, thinking beyond the individual, but thinking of all of humanity, uh, to protect humanity, to find the best ways to protect humanity, to keep us safe, and she's receiving death threats for it, it's just absurd and actually despicable. And so, uh, what would I like to say about this before we move on to the ultimate story that has been headlining this uh, past week? If you, are, if you can, and if you are able to, I encourage you, especially my Christian sisters and brothers out there to just send a tweet a message a brief little uh, blurb or an email to dr bonnie henry to say that we support you that we appreciate all that you've done and all that you're doing right now to uh, keep us safe to serve us sacrificially she has been sacrificially serving us for this whole pandemic period for this past six months and continually uh, just look at her. She's like all tired out and worn out already, but she keeps doing it. She keeps serving us and helping us uh, to um, keep us safe. Right? She's doing her best and she's making the best of what information is given to her. Remember, folks, like I said before, this is evolving every single day and we learn more every single day. And therefore, 
we should appreciate what she is doing because she's making the best of what's given to her. So if you find yourself um, accusing her or uh, like just angry at her, well, fine, I understand. Uh, we are all frustrated. I'm frustrated. We're all frustrated. Our normal lives have took a sideways turn. But like Martin Luther says, don't let that bird of frustration build a nest on your head. Stop it, let it go, and be Christian about it. And how to do it is to send messages over to Dr. Bonnie Henry to say that, look, we are behind you, we support you, uh, we encourage you to continue to do the job that you're doing, which is great. And also, if you're up for it, pray for her. Uh, pour, pour prayers upon her, cover her with our prayers, because I'm sure she would appreciate it as well. So that's it for me with regards to the headline this morning with Dr. Bonnie Henry. We love her. Uh, I really truly appreciate what she's doing. I cannot believe I wouldn't be in that position actually. I, I just cannot um, fathom all the stuff that she's going through right now. So kudos to her and thank you so much Dr. Bonnie Henry for doing what you're doing. So now back to what we were supposed to be talking about today. So the election has been called, folks. And what day is that? That's October 24th, where all the British Columbians, hopefully all British Columbians, will go to the polls and elect our next premier. Uh, for, uh, premier John Horgan called at the election, I believe, over the weekend, or was it on Friday? Can't remember, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, he called the election whether you like her or not, it's coming. And it's gonna happen on October 24th. So here are my thoughts. Before we go on to the practicalities of how to get ready, as a Christian, we are called to be good citizens as well. Uh, good citizens within the places we live. Uh, Paul said it, Peter said it, Jesus said it. So you have authority figures already in the Bible saying that we are to be good citizens and we are to shine a light and influence um, Christian gospel principles into wherever we find ourselves and in order to do that we are to participate in elections to voice our uh, opinions and uh, voice our voice and so the, this these elections are very important uh, to participate in because it gives us a voice to um, tell the government what our ideas are, what our concerns are, and how together we can make British, British Columbia a better place for everyone so that everyone can flourish. So I'm not here to influence you on which party to elect or who to elect, but I'm just here to tell you that it is very important to participate in elections, regardless whether it's federal, provincial, or even uh, civic elections. We need to participate in these elections because it's what a good citizen should do. And also, look around the globe. There are many countries right now that do not have the opportunity to elect their leaders. Even if they did, uh, it's questionable. The results are questionable and take for example Belarus. So we are very blessed folks to be living in a country and in a province where we still have legitimate democracy. And so please take advantage and do your 
um, do your duty as a good citizen and participate in the elections. Now, who are those leadership candidates right now that are on this picture? Well, first of all, it's uh, let's go with the middle, and that's the uh, NDP, and that is our premier, John Horgan. Well, now former premier because he called the election. John Horgan, he's the leader of the NDP. Next to his right and to our left, to, well, I don't know, you know what I mean. To the left is the liberal leader, Andrew Wilkinson. And he's the leader for the Liberal Party. And on the furthest right, uh, or to the left of John Horgan, uh, is the recently elected leader for the Green Party, which is Sonia Furstenau. Now, Sonia, if you're watching this, my apologies if I pronounced your last name wrong. I, uh, I, I don't know you and I haven't heard you on the news yet, so I'm still trying to navigate on how to pronounce your last name. So sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong, uh, but for all those folks out there who don't know, she was recently elected, like probably a little over a week ago, as the leader of the Green Party, and her name is Sonia Firstenau. So those are your leadership candidates, if you did not know. And next, let's take a look at how are we to get ready. So this is these are my thoughts to you on how I get ready for these elections, regardless whether they're federal, whether they're provincial or civic. This is how I get ready. First of all, get to know your candidates in your riding. Uh, now, for me, I tend to do a lot of community work in my riding, uh, block parties, Halloween parties, etc., uh, etc., et and neighborhood block watches. So I tend to uh, meet with my MLA and even potential candidates in my riding. But for those who don't do those things, like most of us, uh, on October 2nd, uh, you could go to Elections BC and take a look at the candidates who have been confirmed in your riding. And then you could have a chance to get to know them by logging into their websites, uh, receiving their mail in the postal office, uh, postal mail, sorry, or just listening to the radio. Or if you receive a phone call from them, just listen, just give them a chance to talk to you, to tell them who they are. Now, of course, that brings up to my second point. Read your freaking mail. I know it seems like it's junk mail to you, you know, when the face of a candidate is on that brochure and it is in your mailbox, we tend to either throw it away in our recycling or use it for a compost box. I know, I do it too, I'm guilty of that. But this is very important time. And so if you see a candidate mail, read it because then you can understand their agenda, their party toe line, and what they're all about and who they are personally. Next, understand the party toe lines and agendas. And that's through the mail-ins and websites because hopefully the Liberal Party, the NDP, and the Greens will have distinctive and unique agendas and party toe lines that make them unique and that, so that we understand what the differences are between all these parties. Because if we don't know the difference, then it gets a little bit muddled and we really don't really elect a person based on agenda, but based on personality, which is really not a good thing. So uh, understand party toll lines, understand their agendas by through their mail-ins, through their phone calls, ask lots of questions if they call you and just understand your candidate and understand the party's whole agenda and uh, the topics they want to focus on. 
request mail-in ballot, even if you might change your mind. Yes, even if in light of COVID and in light of the protocols of social distancing, if you are concerned about voting in person, you can sub uh, subscribe or what do you call it? Register a mail-in ballot where you could just vote at home and mail it in. Uh, I will send you the, I will post a website on the bottom here after this and near the end of our discussion. But yes, you can mail in your ballot even if, and register for it. Even if you change your mind at the end and want to register in person, register now so that you, at least you have the package. And then lastly, vote, damn it. It's your duty. It's uh, it's our duty to be a good citizen. It's our duty to be Christian. It's just a good thing to do to voice our voices, voice our concerns, and voice our ideas to our civic and provincial and federal leaders. So that's how I get ready. And hopefully I, uh, you could find this information useful for yourself. Now next is the website. Yes, I have said it that you can now register to uh, do a mail-in ballot. In other words, vote at home and then send it in. And here is the website uh, to register. You go to eregister.electionsbc.gov.bc.ca. Just take a snapshot of it. I know you can. You're watching this on the computer, on the phone. Just do a screenshot right now. And I purposely put this on my black t-shirt so that you can see it. And so go to this website, register a mail-in ballot, have the package sent to you so that you're ready to go when election day. Oh, actually, I think you have to, uh, you have like a whole week to uh, mail in your ballots. So register yourself at eregister.electionsbc.gov.bc.ca. Get ready, folks. It is time to elect our next premier and who will lead our province to the next four years. And uh, that is it from me. My name is Jonathan. I am the executive director of Company of Disciples, where we tr try and develop innovative ways to help business professionals become exemplary leaders by incorporating gospel principles into their work. Till next time, visit our website at companyofdisciples.com. And till, sorry, till next week. Have a blessed week.